are the coin boys, your average everyday crypto bros. That's right. It's Andy, a.k.a. producer, by the way, or producer BTW on Twitter. Sitting right across from me is my partner in crime, Danny Gutz. What's up, everybody? Uh, or at D Gutierrez 84, if you feel so inclined. Uh, right at the top, just want to thank uh, current fans or people that might have come over to the show today that might be new. Uh, we're the Coin Boys, and you could find our episodes on thecoinboys.com. Yep, you can go there, rate, subscribe, review on Google Play, SoundCloud, or what I think is still iTunes, but I'm not too sure. I think it's still iTunes. I don't want to know the answer. I, Apple Podcast. I don't want to know the answer. I could research it, but I don't want to know. We also have blogs available that Daniel has written, and we also have uh, another uh, journalist that comes on and writes a few blogs as well. We're just getting that going. We're excited about that. We have actually a returning guest. Obviously, Daniel, and it's William Quigley from Wax Token and Opskins, Opskins yeah. uh, which is a digital asset trading blockchain ecosystem. It's it's crazy marketplace. Done all um, kinds of stuff. I knew from the first time we talked to Wax, we knew kind of where they were headed, and now that we've seen what they've done, what they can do, it's really cool to see what the future of this technology is. And I feel that this is a great example, a great step forward. So one cool thing about this is that we really learn a lot more, I feel, on this episode because now things are moving, there's things happening. So he, yeah. he goes into pretty 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 informative detail. And if you don't know too much about William, stay till the end because he dropped a bomb on us. Yes. And the, fa the faces that me and Andy had were... Hysteria. We couldn't say anything. It was very, you'll hear silence on our end, but our face just dro our jaw dropped. But yeah, let me just get right to it. And it's uh, William Quigley. I believe it starts at when he uh, just updates us on what's going on with Wax Token. It is one of those things when you are building out a platform as, uh, as uh, robust as ours, a lot of it is behind the scenes. And so while the work is, is uh, very important and the developers are you know, burning the midnight oil, it's not always visible to everybody. So it's nice that we have this uh, blockchain, the WAX blockchain actually built now. And uh, we had to wait until we got the EOS uh, delegated proof of stake consensus mechanism, which is which is uh, which is terrific. I will tell you guys, it's it's working exactly as we had hoped it would. Uh, infinitely better than uh, than Ethereum. The last time we spoke, I I can't recall if um, we discussed uh, our interim solution before we completed the Wax blockchain, which was uh, allowing people to buy and sell virtual items, which is what uh, we do. Uh, allowing people to sell those virtual items, we were using Ethereum. And uh, Ethereum was absolutely terrible. Uh, it had uh, 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 two fatal problems from my perspective. The first was uh, the, the speed at which transactions could be processed. Uh, and everybody knows about that, that limitation. I know uh, the Ethereum uh, developers are trying to improve it, but... Uh, you know, when you need it, you it's not uh, it's not so great when you have to wait till some undetermined time for it to work at the speed you need. So we were at you know four or five transactions a second with Ethereum, and uh, on any given day, if I look at our Wax Block Explorer, we're doing you know sixty to seventy to eighty transactions a second, which is wow. still not what we need, but right. it's much better. The other problem with Ethereum, of course, is it costs a lot to use. 
and uh, our blockchain is free. And so um, uh, we were paying a massive amount every day for the Ethereum mainnet to process our transactions. And now we don't have to do that. And so it's, uh, it's cheaper and it's uh, much faster uh, to use. Uh, I do recall ball. you mentioned you had, you know, you, you kind of described why MetaMask isn't so, you know, doesn't hot. work hot and it doesn't work as well. I know I do remember you did go into detail about that. So it's really interesting. Yeah. Um, th those speed differences are, are, are vastly different, I would say. Like, yeah. And, you know, there's um, EOS gets up. Uh, people poke at it. I mean, part of sometimes criticize it. Uh, yeah. Hey, they raised four billion. And what do they do? But uh, it's an open source project. Dan Larimer has done terrific work. Uh, the the deep post consensus mechanism, uh, as uh, as you know, we're the uh, we're the biggest user of a deep uh based consensus mechanism on Earth, and uh, I can tell you it does work. Uh, there may be some technical um, superior elements. Uh, to a lot of different chains, including Ethereum. But when it comes to the things that really matter to us, uh, the speed at which a transaction can be processed and the cost of getting it done, um, uh, Wax using uh, the EOS uh, developed consensus mechanism is just, is, uh, is the best solution we see. And uh, uh, so what I can tell you is, uh, you asked, uh, what, so what's been going on since we talked? Yeah, and, so now uh, that you have faster transactions than EOS. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's nice too. That is right? good news, so, actually. Uh, that's uh, for your audience. That's uh, There's a site that ranks all blockchains globally by the number of transactions uh, those blockchains are running every 24 hours, every seven days, and so forth. And so uh, WAX is the number one blockchain in the world for the number of transactions we are running that's really go. good man go. good for you guys <laughs> thank you uh uh you know when i was doing the uh, our token generation event last year and we were announcing what WAC was going to be so many people would say to me but well, why do you need to build your own blockchain and um I would I would give them the high level, but I don't think they could really appreciate it until the real stresses came on uh, the Ethereum blockchain, and then they could see, oh yeah, you really can't rely on that for uh, enterprise scale type of transaction volume, and and our transaction volume is is a fraction of what it's going to be as we are rolling out all the other services, so. To, uh, to you know highlight for your audience what wax has done in the in the last uh, year and in the last I would even say couple of months we have now released to the world is um, wax as a complete e-commerce solution right a complete solution and I, I make this point often to uh, entrepreneurs who come to me who want to build a blockchain based company um, I, I can't stress this enough, and I hope your audience, if they happen to uh, be either builders of blockchain-based businesses or are thinking about investing in the space, uh, here's the thing. Uh, uh, a blockchain alone is not sufficient, right? A blockchain by itself doesn't do anything. 
And, and of course, we understood this. So when we set out to do X, we said, what is the complete solution set someone would need in order to transact in virtual items? They could be in-game virtual items, or they could be virtual items like the WAX stickers that social media influencers create, all blockchain-based tokens, but they're doing something with them. So we have a purpose-built blockchain that's designed for e-commerce, digital e-commerce. We then have a browser that's called WAX Express Trade. Think about it, think of it like as your, uh, your, uh, your online account that stores your wallet, that stores all of your, your uh, virtual items. And uh, these are NFTs, what we call non-fungible tokens, right? So they are unique digital pieces of art that uh, are listed on the blockchain. So you go into your browser, it's an account, you see all your inventory, then you can trade with other people. Now, um, an exchange, which is where everybody thinks of, of uh, buying and selling stuff, the exchanges today, all of them globally, only allow you to trade one like item for another like item. So let's say a generic Ethereum or a generic Bitcoin or a generic WAX token for something else. It's uh, much more difficult when every single token is unique. And that is the case with what we call these NFTs, non-fungible tokens, mm -hmm. right? Uh, you, everyone has probably heard of CryptoKitties. Uh, a CryptoKitty is a unique item. And so you can't take 50 CryptoKitties and trade them for, you know, X amount of, uh, of uh, WAX tokens or, or EOS tokens or Ethereum tokens because uh, the exchanges aren't set up to have every single token be unique. As your audience knows, when you want to sell 50 Ethereums, one Ethereum is the same as another Ethereum, right? They're all just, they're all just deep. Um, when every single ETH is unique uh, and has a different price, uh, it's much more difficult to use a traditional exchange. So we created uh, what we call Wax Express Trade, which is a, a wallet that allows you to trade your unique items for other types of items. And uh, it is that activity right now that has driven WAX to be the number one blockchain in the world for transaction volume. And I do wanna say uh, something else about that, which is um, uh, all the other chains are, I, I, uh, maybe I can't say all of them, but all the ones I've looked at that are also in that Blocktivity uh, site that ranks uh, blockchains by transaction volume, they have a lot of things like test transactions and transactions that I would say are not uh, indicative of any commercial behavior, right? Okay. They're just garbage and spam. Uh, so while we're the number one blockchain by transaction volume, we're actually much, much bigger than everybody else, even based on the data you see, simply by the fact these are real transactions. And right now, uh, there's about $2 million per day of, of uh, these NFTs, these digital arts, being traded back and forth uh, on the WAX blockchain. So uh, that's 
whatever, 700 plus million a year of real commerce. And of course, one of the things we hear all the time uh, in, uh, in the blockchain space is, oh, the, this is all uh, just like speculation and no one's really using this. No, people are using Wax Express Trade and they're using Wax Platform in order to do what they were doing on sites like Opskins, our site that allowed people to go and uh, buy and sell virtual items. But the, uh, the reality is they like having these virtual items on blockchains where they own them. Not, there is no uh, way to take them. It's just like any other uh, token on a blockchain. It's highly secure. And so what we have shown by putting some of our trading volume from Opskins in a, uh, on a blockchain like Wax is that uh, customers actually care about that stuff. So when I said Wax is a complete e-commerce solution, and I'm pretty sure we're the only e-commerce blockchain on earth at this point, we have the very high speed, low cost Wax blockchain we have this uh, uh, wallet, our browser, call it what you want, which is Wax Express Trade. We then have something very cool, which is the Wax Explorer. And for your audience who's used Block Explorers, you know, you can go on to a Block Explorer for any blockchain and you can see transactions and the latency of the transactions and the send address and all that. But it's pretty boring and who cares? We have turned the Block Explorer into a product catalog. So when you go to the Wax Explorer on our blockchain, you will see lots of information that's actually relevant. Last time somebody traded that particular item, what price they traded it at, and um, who is trading it. Some people go anonymous, but others have their Wax Express trade credentials. So you can see who is buying what. And most importantly, we've put 3D high resolution graphics on the blockchain so that in the Block Explorer, you can inspect every piece of digital art. And it is, a, uh, it is probably the most popular uh, aspect right now of what Wax has done because no one has ever thought of putting uh, a visually engaging um, uh, set of artwork on the blockchain or on the Wax Explorer itself so that instead of just having to go into some viewer and figure out what does this particular uh, item represent, like if you were to look at a even a crypto kitty, unless you have a viewer, you don't know what that artwork actually looks like. On the Wax Explorer, you can play with the really nicely rendered 3D model of that piece of art. And um, I suspect, by the way, any blockchain company that does NFTs, non-fungible tokens, they will be adopting the style we've done simply because customers are going to want to see it. And then, of course, the last piece is the marketplace. The marketplace is where you can deposit real fiat money. You can extract re real fiat money. And you can, uh, uh, therefore, make it a much easier real-world experience than you can with, uh, with virtually all the other blockchain-based businesses, which, as we probably talked about in the past, 
I think have mistakenly thought that you could uh, expand your business into a big uh, global consumer business as a blockchain company without offering the convenience of traditional payment methods. And so we figured all of those pieces were necessary in order to create a real e-commerce solution. And um, uh, we've also allowed people to create, we call them wax stickers, but these are NFTs, these non-fungible tokens that uh, social media people, celebrities, uh, sports teams are creating these decals or stickers that are on the blockchain that can be traded and do get traded uh, hundreds of thousands of times a day now through wax express trade that's i've been this entire time that you were talking i actually went on to look through the wax express trade so it looks like if i were to sign in and start wanting to use that i'd have to do it through opskins correct yes so that's true today and you know what that is simply because of uh us trying to do so much uh so quickly so we will soon have uh a uh, a much easier method to do that where people will go to wax uh, wax.io they'll uh, register using any oauth you know your facebook credentials your your wechat credentials whatever it is google uh you'll be able to register for the account and uh, two-factor it if you uh, you know you want to be serious i always recommend do yes. and and then begin trading uh the default uh, think of your your Wax Explore account as almost like your 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 virtual closet, and you have all this digital artwork, these uh, virtual stickers, uh, the um, things like CryptoKitties, blockchain-based game items, um, and what you will do is uh, we've set it so that everybody, if they want, can expose all the items in their account, all the artwork in their account. And then people can browse through other people's accounts and make offers to buy or to trade their items um, for another item. And that's the activity you see on the Wax Explorer or the Wax uh, blockchain. Uh, That's what's causing it to be the number one blockchain by transaction volume. It's all of these people uh, trading these items back and forth. Uh, and one reason, by the way, that uh, at a higher level that I've always uh, told people who are thinking of getting involved in the blockchain space, why this is not a fad and why we will be around for oh, wow. probably as long as people are, is because uh, there's some very core human activities that have existed since human beings have organized as societies. And uh, one of those things is trading. All societies trade, uh, they trade internally, they trade cross-border, and uh, uh, it's much easier to trade with a sense of security and and uh, very rapidly on things like Wax blockchain and other new blockchains than it's ever been before. So uh, yeah, people are like, you think this is a fad? Only if trading is a fad, and I don't think that is. No, I don't think so. And uh, just so you know, I'm a gamer. I signed in already because I, I have a Steam account. Oh, okay. And so now I'm signed in to Opskins th- using my Steam. And uh, right. that, that's pretty awesome, dude. So yeah, I'm, ready yeah. to, I'm ready to go. 
Now yeah, and uh, yeah, and I and you, where you guys should go, and uh, there was a video that your audience would love to see it. But if you go to the Wax Explorer, I think you'll find it pretty darn cool, and uh, you will then be able to see all the items. Right now, by the way, uh, there's about if you go to the Explorer, there's uh, 69 um, items being traded per second right now, which is a lot. Uh, and um, if you click on any of these items, you will see um, a uh, either a video snippet, three-dimensional art, and in some of them, it takes about a week to get there, we have a, a full 3D rendering tool, 3D uh, model rendering tool, where you can see uh, and manipulate these really well done, beautiful styled items. And uh, to me, this is the future of, of block explorers. In fact, um, if uh, when I would ask people, and I'm talking blockchain developer types and business people, um, we've innovated around uh, blockchains, we've innovated around the browsers that, that interact with the blockchains, and we've innovated around tokens. So we have you know regular tokens that Bitcoin uh, first produced. We have things like Tether, stable coins. We have ERC-721s, these NFTs, and uh, uh, and there will be more to come there. But what have we done on the, on the explorers, right? Uh, on the uh, block explorers, and people would usually just look at me and say, well, it's just data. And I'm like, yeah, uh, well, you can do a lot with the data. As you can see with the Wax Explorer, it's a full product catalog uh, of all of the items that are getting traded. And then of course you can see all the normal stuff you would expect to be uh, on a blockchain when that item, what Genesis block it was created in, uh, who currently owns it, you know, what uh, Wax Express trade account holder owns that, uh, how many times it's been traded, its cost, it's very good data. And yeah. uh, yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm enjoying it right now. I, I've never looked at a digital asset catalog at all, something like a, like a skin asset, and I'm kind of cracking up to myself because these are virtual items, but like they're li being listed as battle scarred and minimal wear <laughs> and factory factory new and field tested and stuff. And I'm just cracking up because it's all virtual, but but this is it's it gives a a sense of reality. And how to cool! It. See, this is why you know why. Um, uh, as I was trying to uh, explain and, and discuss with with um, the the wider community when we were launching Wax Project last year, I was trying to kind of convey some of the things you're now looking at, and uh, but it was impossible because a lot of them didn't even know about virtual items, video game virtual items, and uh, they couldn't. I don't think imagine because we had been thinking about it for several years that we were creating a complete uh, a complete e-commerce solution you know from being able to pay with any payment method to being able to trade the items with other people all secured on a blockchain and a catalog with all of the product description information you would normally want to see if these if we were selling you know shirts and and ties uh, so it's very very uh, cool and uh, I think, like I said, this will be the way NFTs, any kind of unique token, uh, will get displayed in the future as um, other blockchains kind of follow suit in what we've done. Yeah, I'm 
I'm actually, I had a quick question. What it was, how do you explain the stickers again? Because here's what's cool I'm seeing. I'm seeing literally a sticker that was traded three times today. Uh, the same sticker, actually four times. And then it goes as far back as November 25th, but it was traded a bunch of times, which yeah. is really cool. Uh, as far back as a few days ago. Yeah, but, <laughs> but in those few days, it's gone through like 10 hands. So the, the sticker uh, idea uh, is uh, like 10 days old. Wow. Right? Brand new. We, we uh, literally were, we were, you know, we do a lot of testing in our, in our company and uh, we had some of our developers who were just creating their own art and uh, embedding them in these, uh, uh, you know, uh, NFT non-fungible tokens. And, uh, and then some guys are like putting their pictures in those tokens. And, and then we were like, you know what? I bet a lot of uh, social media people would find it cool to be able to uh, send out a bunch of stickers to their fan base. And uh, so uh, we made it as a product and, uh, and we are getting like literally a couple of hundred requests every day for people to uh, be able to create their own sticker. And, uh, so what we're going to be building, of course, is a um, is a uh, uh, a tool so that they don't have to go through like us, right? They can just go online, uh, put in the artwork, and decide how much or how many items they want to create, and uh, hit a button, and now they've got uh, blockchain tokenized uh, pieces of art, which we call stickers, uh, that they can send to whoever they want. Well. I, I just thought I, I'm as I'm thinking about this for streamers, like if you're a big time streamer like Ninja per se, it, it's so cool. Like, hey, I got this cool sticker of my face. I'll send it to you and you get to own that sticker on the blockchain. And, and then you want to collect all the other stickers that these big gamers have. I think I think you're on to something there, William. Well, we are. And I'll tell you, a big steam a streaming platform is Twitch. And we are uh, we are. Um, Right now we have like phase one of that, I believe already done, which okay. is going to allow the streamers to um, trade their their virtual uh, items, their stickers back and forth with their fan base. Now, there you go. That's wow. really cool. I love that. It's uh, yeah. And we have like a long, long line of streamers saying, please get us, you know, there. Uh, uh, so we've been. Um, but we need uh, to we need to get in that line ourselves as well. So wherever we got to yeah. go for that, and yeah, esports we... teams, and I think we even have uh, two soccer teams or football teams, as they call them in Europe, uh, Arsenal and Man City. Nice. Have also now done stickers. Uh, so I know Ars. I think Arsenal's pretty big into crypto altogether. From oh, my oh, from yeah, here, yeah, they uh, might be. Yeah. So I, I just wanted to bring up a point here, William, is that. You know, gamers love digital items. They already understand it. And like stickers, people might say, why are they collecting stickers? But gamers understand that. So I think you're hitting a market that kind of gets it. And that's another example of gaming and crypto kind of working together, you know, in a fun way. So, yeah. 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 Uh, the, yeah, that's again, video gamers are, are a, uh, an obvious group because we like to uh, collect digital art. We call them skins or virtual items, and we like to uh, swap them with things other people own. So, um, and uh, 
and, and you know, wax was designed to make that a very um, uh, important process for ensuring you keep your items. Uh, for those who understand how blockchains work, you know, they get that, wow, all right, if I have my stuff on a blockchain, um, it's mine, you know, I own it and uh, I can trade it whenever I want. And uh, up until now, most virtual items have been uh, owned by, let's say, the individual video games. And some allow the trading of those things and some don't. And uh, uh, going forward a few years, we will see these uh, virtual items, these blockchain-based virtual items, uh, be integrated into existing video games. Um, it'll start with uh, blockchain-based games who understand that people like to collect and trade stuff and they'll say, all right, we don't have to have a, uh, you know, walled garden where the only virtual items that you're allowed to use in our game is the ones we've created. Uh, they'll open it up. And uh, I don't think it happens overnight, but I, I think it is inevitable. Uh, and so there will be, it, this will be a very big business uh, making virtual items and then those virtual items being used within lots of different video games. And there may be some holdouts. There may be, you know, some game franchises that say we'll never do it. But, uh, but I think this is the direction. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I'm very interested in two, th in, in two things. The first one being, uh, as of right now, it looks like you can do uh, digital assets off of EOS and off of Ethereum. Um, am I am I correct, or is there more beside, besides? Yeah, that? yeah, those are yes, those are. Uh, we can do others, but it's simply a matter of us doing some of that uh, uh, additional work. But the, it's it's pretty straightforward. But as you probably know, I mean, uh, NFTs, non fungible tokens, uh, blockchain based games, they began on Ethereum, and there's probably a couple of thousand blockchain based games now on Ethereum. So that's an obvious place for us to um, allow. And then EOS, it's the second fastest uh, or fastest blockchain and, and the uh, second most transactions. And it's the fastest growth of, of dApps, distributed applications, so video games being done in the blockchain. So those are two blockchains that were obvious for us to um, work with first. But there's numbers of other blockchains that we will allow those items on those blockchains to trade on um on wax yeah i mean i'm that's gonna be really cool i i, I saw i mean i don't know how how technical this will probably get i'm assuming that i'm asking an extremely technical question that i that i won't understand the answer to but is it is it that they're using wax to be able to 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 do the transaction between the ethereum and the eos digital assets or how like how are we able to mult uh to trade assets that are on different blockchains? It's a very straightforward process, as I've just explained. All you need to have is your, uh, go into your Ethereum wallet, send those CryptoKitties to Wax's Ethereum wallet, and we do the rest. Those yeah. items then appear as Wax-based items. And it's easy to do that because uh, not every blockchain-based game uh, or virtual item uh, NFT, not everyone 
has an API that can be uh, extracted, but most do. So we can get all of the metadata around that item and Got create it. an identical wax-based item, right? And uh, the key is that uh, we then are locking up those items in the Ethereum form on our Ethereum address. And so they only exist to be able to be traded in WAX at that time. If you want them back in your Ethereum form, you just say, okay, uh, uh, send us your WAX-based items to the WAX account and uh, say, release my original Ethereum-based tokens. And we release those to you. And now you can trade them on your Ethereum platform. I don't know why you would want to do that because it's slow <laughs> as hell and it costs money. And so for us, this was like, this is such an obvious way to do it. Uh, if it costs money to tr trade, and this is another um, thing I would say to your audience, uh, you know, this term of protocol tokens or protocol chains, uh, that's what people refer to when a token, when a, um, a blockchain company builds its own blockchain, right? And investors love the concept of protocols. Um, in my mind, uh, those are not very good investments. And the, what I mean by that is, um, uh, in the end, I believe all chains, all blockchains, protocol chains, whatever you want to call them, will be very fast and they will be essentially free. And wow. so if you are a company and all you've done is build a freaking blockchain, and by the way, God love all those guys, they were able to raise lots of money during the ICO bubble, uh, your product is worthless, just about. Uh, because a blockchain in and of itself has very little value. And if your differentiation is speed, and low cost, hey man, everybody is gonna be fast and everybody's gonna be free or very low cost. So uh, tokens that represent those chains, if that's all the blockchain does, then I think those ICO tokens have no fucking value, quite frankly. I am in agreement with you. <laughs> in just, that. Just, yeah. and. Uh, uh, maybe they have some speculative value. I don't know. But uh, you can see how that differs so much from, from WAX. Uh, I mean, in order for somebody to use it, you have to have reason to use it. You have to have a setup to use it. You have to have a way to use it all. And you've so far, it seems like you have it. Now, I do have a question in regards to the marketplace because you are allowing fiat. So if I sell an item, but I want, let's say, WAX for it, can somebody use fiat to pay for that? item and then I receive the wax? You can trade it for free, but if you want to actually sell it for fiat money, you would have to list it for sale and um, you know you would get paid by, in this case, Opskins. It would credit your, you know, your payment account, whatever it is that you're using. And 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 it's this that I think is uh is like I said, it's uh, it's missed by a lot of the community that we can't uh, we can't expect widespread adoption of all the benefits 
uh, all the cool things you can do on a blockchain, if we only allow people to interact with it by uh, crypto payment methods. Now, it's just yeah. there's not enough people using crypto payments. You're saying that eventually people uh, can just go straight. You're, you're trying to make it a method so that way eventually people can go straight to your website and create those stickers like you're saying or um, yeah. like you're saying. Yeah, all that will come. Yeah, we, uh, you know, we are a company where we like to uh, uh, roll out products like as they're coming out of the oven. They might not have cooled off. Uh, you know, we might need to make a, put some frosting on it later. Uh, just our mentality. So uh, uh, right now, you cannot just go to the wax.io website and say, I want to create my own uh, tokenized stickers that can be traded on you know, the wax blockchain. Uh, you can't do that. You have to go through us uh, because we just haven't built that uh, onboarding mechanism yet. But it's all coming in the next few months. Okay, so it's not that much long, not that long of a wait. But so for right now, you're just telling people to hang tight, or if people are genuinely interested, do you want them to reach out? Yeah, well, they can certainly reach out to us, and we do have a list, right, uh, where you can go and uh, say, "Hey, I'd like to uh, have my own sticker," and uh, we're getting around to all of them. Um, but uh, it's uh, it's that's not a scalable solution. The scalable solution is. It's just self-serve, you know, yeah. um, and uh, and we will be there soon. But as you can see, with all the stuff we are building, I mean, if all we had to build was a freaking blockchain, that would have been pretty easy. Yeah. You know? uh, I mean, you know, it, it's uh, it's all the other services that are needed to create a complete e-commerce solution. You know, if you don't have those things, I don't see why anyone would use your blockchain. I mean, that's the definition of use case. You have a use, you can have a blockchain, but you got to have a use for it to make sense of it, right? So what you guys are doing, you have, you know, you have goals, you know what you are. And that's really important because like you said, there's people in 2017, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't know where they were going. Yeah. I mean, it's fun for me as a non-gamer to see, to see all this. I mean, right now. I wouldn't be able to make use of the items as of right now, but for me to see it function, to see it work, to see how to just even be an observance and maybe kind of dabble in it. Um, it would be amazing just for, so that way you can see what the future may hold, which you guys are definitely ahead of the curve. Uh, yeah. Which is and cool. uh, uh, in a, in a couple of months um, we will be discussing another innovation that, um, you know, I would say uh, is even when we introduced Tether and your audience probably knows about Tether, Tether. Yeah, we, we did a, a, a dive into it on an episode. We did some research. Right. Uh, uh, so my partners and I invented Tether and Tether is, uh, is a way to tokenize a US dollar. And uh, when we did that, and there were very specific reasons we did, I remember uh, initially the community, this is like 2014, I uh, uh, wasn't sure what to make of it, but then there was a very specific use case that we made it for. And at that time, by the way, there were lots of tokens being uh, created that really had no use case. Uh, no, at all. Yeah, you can't just I actually you can't just drop that bomb on us. Actually, I had no idea, <laughs> had no you, idea you, were on the, you were on that thing. We're gonna have to talk to you more about that. Yeah, maybe at some a, point. But that's oh, another, oh yeah, another yeah, yeah. I could. I, I sorry, I thought you guys knew that, but no. yeah. So. Uh, 
Yeah, that was uh, uh, me and uh, a guy named Brock Pierce and yep. my partner, Jonathan Yantis, and then uh, a guy named uh, Reeve Collins. So um, we were, uh, I'll, give you, I, I'll give you later the, the backstory, but there was a very specific use case and it was one of the most perfect product launches I've ever done because it was purpose built for a specific activity that benefited everyone and everyone understood it and used it. And I don't know what the volume is today, but you know, it's been 3 billion a day or so uh, for the last year. It's a, it's a wildly useful thing. It's kind of funny by the way, because a guy, uh, somebody, uh, I don't know, a year ago or so, uh, uh, asked me what I thought about stable coins. And I said, don't know what those are. <laughs> and uh, I, I don't, I just, I haven't heard the term. And, and the guy's like, oh, well, it's like, uh, it's like tether. And I said, oh, okay, well, um, that's a good term for it. Uh, you know, stable coin. <laughs> now I know. And so the whole concept, <laughs> of course, has been, uh, has been broadened. But um, uh, you can kind of see from how we did tether that um, the, uh, our, our mentality is always uh, not, here is a technology, what can we do with it? right? Bad idea. It's here is an activity or here is a problem that exists. What technology could we harness to fix it? And that's how we looked at uh, what we did with Wax. That was awesome. Yeah, that was pretty good. It was really cool to talk to him. I learned so much every time I hear this guy speak. I just learned so much because what I like about him is he doesn't just stick with his own his own company he literally talks about like this is what you're going to see in other coins as well right and uh it sounds like he's very confident and, and confident in his company and business to to go through any of the trials and tribulations and he has some some sort of history behind him that we kind of overlooked like, i was like what the whole tether thing <laughs> that was crazy um which is cool it means that we'll talk to him more about that yeah william you know he's a, a guy around the space that's very very much a part of it and yeah. uh, positive push for adoption. He believes in, you know, gaming and crypto is a huge part of what he believes in as fast adoption growth. We talked about that mm -hmm. multiple times with him. I enjoyed this episode, actually, because I feel like now that we're, we're really catching up to, to it, it's nice to interview a technology and watch it grow. Mm -hmm. um, so thanks again, William, for coming on the show and Wax Token for uh, having us uh, again. Happy to have you guys anytime. Uh, don't forget, everybody, to rate, rate, subscribe, and review. We are on SoundCloud, Google Play, or iTunes, or uh, Apple Podcasts, whatever they change the name to. Uh, it's very easy, thecoinboys.com. Everything's there. There's blogs. Uh, some other awesome things are coming. Really appreciate everyone that's listened. Anyone new, check out some other episodes. We have a whole list, list. of different tokens that we went through, or cryptocurrencies, or even interviews with people like John McAfee. So check us out. Uh, we're the Coin Boys. I'm Andy. I'm Daniel. Thanks again, and talk to you guys soon. Bye.